One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Power, the reliable, quick, and scalable EV charging solutions for everyone and everywhere. And StarCharge, the largest EV charging manufacturer in the world and is also a provider of residential and commercial battery storage. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Out of Spec Podcast. I'm your host, Francie. This is my little corner of the internet where I talk about all things electric vehicles. Sometimes I'm here. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes other people on the Out of Spec team come on and host their own interesting conversation. But either way, we're talking about something that really charges us up, charges us up, makes us excited, has something to do with electric vehicles, the electric vehicle industry, the market, the technology, how we charge how we experience EV ownership and more. And of course, there's plenty to cover on really how this industry is performing, what kind of strategies for EVs and selling EVs and designing EVs works so that folks will be more interested in adopting them into their daily lives. And sometimes we see automakers that you know might be re-strategizing, ramping down. That's definitely something that we've seen a lot recently with the changes in just, you know, the economy in general, and also the result of supply and demand for the things that we need in EVs and how interested folks are in adopting EVs into their life. Today, I want to talk about GM. So GM and Cadillac, specifically one of the brands under General Motors, has the Cadillac Lyric. This is a luxury vehicle, EV. Um, I've seen more and more on the roads lately, and they are a uh, you know, I guess I want to talk today a bit about how they're ramping up production, of course, but also what it means to create a luxury EV, because I think EVs in general can be a bit luxurious because they are using new technology. They're usually having pretty good software uh, updates and just have thought of how to be competitive because usually they have a premium price point. So how are you going to get people to really invest in this, especially if money is tight? So the Cadillac Lyric is on the Ultium platform. This is GM's 
EV platform. And it is a luxury crossover. It starts around $58,000 and it can get close to around $80,000 when it's fully loaded, which um, I think a lot of people who have bought the Lyric have done that uh, because it is a premium vehicle. So they're going for that luxury and they're probably, you know, adding everything they can to make the experience as best as possible. GM has had some difficulty with production and software along their way to getting Lyrics on the road. And this did hinder some progress when they started production. There were a lot of, as you can probably remember, issues with getting microchips and motherboards and all that stuff with the bottlenecks and supply difficulties that the COVID-19 pandemic inflicted upon the world. When you get a Cadillac Lyric, of course, you're getting this luxury EV from a well-known and trusted legacy automaker, GM, but you also have the option to get, of course, at-home charging, but also they have an EVGO partnership, actually, with the purchase or lease of a new model year 23 or 24 Cadillac Lyric. You get two years of unlimited charging on the EVGO network. So I know we've spoken a bit about unlimited charging before and whether or not this is a really great strategy to have. And we do see that it is a a reason why folks will invest in an EV for sure. It can be definitely a big value add to a large purchase like this, but we're not so sure about the behavior or expectations it puts on public charging and public charging infrastructure. It's really important to have at-home charging. If you're getting free charging on top of that for your road trips, great, but it's hard to depend on just public EV charging, but I know a lot of people do that. Anyways, what we're talking about today is how they're ramping up production, which is maybe something that we're not used to hearing as of late. I focused on stories that have come out with divestments, delays, and all that stuff, but a little bit more about the Cadillac Lyric. It's a luxury SUV, rear-wheel drive, 5 seconds, 0 to 60, 350 horsepower, or you could step it up to 500 horsepower with the dual-motor all-wheel drive with a 4.60 to 60 timing. It has a 102 kilowatt hour battery usable, an EPA rated range of 314 miles for the rear wheel drive and 307 for the all wheel drive. And uh, that's not a huge difference, I'd say. Uh, We haven't been able to range test this EV yet, but maybe we will this summer. I don't know. Comment. Make Kyle do that. And then it has... Or, or they they tout 190 kilowatt peak charging speeds with a 10 minute charge. They say you get 77 miles of range and it can tow 3,500 pounds. So of course, with those charging numbers, we like to put it to the test because sometimes they're giving you the numbers of the perfect situation, perfect temperatures, all the perfect circumstances to get the highest numbers. But as we know, uh, sometimes that doesn't really add up. You don't always have the warmest battery or the warmest temperature or the best charger even, and uh, you can run into some issues. So we'd love to test that as well. The Ultium platform on which the Cadillac Lyric is built is, you know, that's what they call their EV platform. They used to call all the, they used to brand all the Pilot Flying J sites that they are putting up with EVGO Ultium, but now I'm seeing a switch to GM Energy. Not sure exactly why, but maybe because Ultium has had a bit of trouble along the way. 
They had problems with the Hummer EV, problems with the Blazer EV. They even had to stop sale. And then, of course, problems with the Lyric. So it hasn't just been the smoothest transition to electric on this platform. One problem was the availability of battery modules. Of course, this is hugely important when you're building EVs. But now they're saying they have a strong inventory and are able to ramp up production confidently. So ramping up production from what? In 2023, Cadillac Lyric uh, or Cadillac delivered over 9,000 Lyrics, specifically 9,154. And funny enough, when I was getting this number from Cox Automotive, they spelled it Lyric as in a song lyric, but it is L-Y-R-I-Q. They use the quirky Q spelling. They are saying they're seeing great sales performance. Is selling 9,000 of these great? I don't know. I mean, if you're comparing to other automakers, some are selling far more than this, but the global VP, John Roth, says that the luxury market operates differently from other vehicle markets. They say 60% of luxury buyers say that their next vehicle will be an electric vehicle, and their data shows that customers still want luxury EVs. Some other automakers have that are considered luxury have also seen growth in numbers, uh, BMW saw 191% increase year over year. Mercedes saw 248% increase year over year. And the Lyric was 12% of Cadillac sales in quarter four of 2023. However, we have seen indications of EV sales slowing a bit. There have been price cuts, especially from Tesla, making competitive offers harder and harder and profit margins more and more Mm, slim. <laughs> and we've seen delays in investments from Ford. I've mentioned that a couple of times. They divested in some of their battery manufacturing plants. They've delayed production. They've ramped down production and haven't hit goals. And then there's also been high interest rates, high levels of inflation. This has not really helped this market for sure, but apparently it's helped GM or GM is doing well enough that they want to ramp up production of the Lyric. Uh, there's also a federal tax incentive that does benefit the Cadillac Lyric. You might have seen uh, President Biden driving around in a Lyric when they came out. So very, you know, American, American-made. The Lyric is expected to receive the full $7,500 of federal tax credit in early 2024. That's where we are now. In the meantime, Cadillac is offering $7,500 at time of purchase for most Lyric models through February. It's still February when I'm saying this. So if you're interested, maybe you should run on over and get yourself a Lyric. So it makes me think about luxury EVs. Is this what we're going to expect EVs to be in the future? Because I'm definitely very, hey, we got to make these affordable. Because I just think everyone should be able to afford an electric vehicle. I don't think that it should really be exclusive, especially with all the benefits that come from it. So I hope that EVs will not come to equate luxury, even though I think they kind of already do. They are at premium price points. They offer premium qualities. And I think that automakers are seeing that it really makes sense to offer them as luxury add-ons to life with those premium price points because they are expensive to make. So it made me think about, okay, what makes a luxury vehicle? Performance. Luxury EVs often boast high performance capabilities. They have powerful electric motors. They have the quick acceleration, advanced handling characteristics, and 
that, of course, performance is built into the definition of what makes luxury driving luxury. Of course, range. Range is so important for EVs, but we're also seeing a shift that maybe it's not exactly range anxiety, but charging anxiety. But luxury EVs tend to offer longer ranges for a single charge, longer EPA-rated ranges, and um, more affordable models, maybe not so much. So that's definitely a downer for me because I think that no matter what you're driving, you should be able to road trip it. And well, the VinFast VF8 that I have now welcomed into my life is a $48,000 MSRP EV, which is not the least expensive EV on the market, uh, but it um, it does road trip. But I mean, you know, a Leaf, maybe not the best road tripper. I know that there are these Leafs owner out there that do road trip, but it's a little bit harder when you don't have the charging speeds and the larger batteries with the advanced battery technology. So also interior quality, of course. I think we see that in a lot of EVs. Uh, it's just more and more competition to be a little bit nicer on the inside and more availability of this quality material, the craftsmanship craftsmanship to incorporate that. Of course, technology and features, software, there's so much potential to make software great. I think it's more and more accessible. You can, of course, take uh, inspiration from like what Tesla and Rivian have done. They have great software, but you can definitely miss the mark with software. Design and styling, of course, brand prestige. I think that's really where it comes in. You know, Cadillac has its prestige and its branding, and it's seen as a luxury car for the most part. Um, and of course, the ability to customize your offering, make something luxurious, make it just for you, add on everything that you want, and then really price. I think that's what it comes down to is that you can classify something as luxurious if it's expensive. But what do you think makes a luxury EV? Is it more of these features? Is it something specific that I missed? Is any EV kind of luxurious? Let me know. I don't want to see a future of only EVs if it's only luxury and premium. I want to see affordable, accessible EVs so everyone can have the chance to enjoy them and the benefits that they bring society at large. Quieter, less pollution, air pollution. I know that they're not perfect cradle-to-cradle -cradle products, but I think they have a lot of benefits. Let me know your thoughts in the comments. Would love to hear it. Hope you're having a great part of your day wherever you are. And I hope it carries on. Have the best day that you can. And I will see you next time on the next episode of the Out of Spec Podcast. Bye, y'all.